It's your boy. Okay, can you hear me on the station now? Okay, station's out. Okay, we're just going to record it like how I got it right now. It's your boy, the Primetime Capper Pop DBIC. And this is the Primetime Eggles Radio Show, and I'm with the boy, Pete Tucci. What's going on, Pete Tucci? How's everything going today? Philly Pete, a.k.a. Pete the Jeweler. What's going on, boy? It's been a crazy week, but I'm glad I'm back. Crazy boy, we ain't talked to you in months, man. He he been icing it up so hard, he ain't got no time for us no more, man. He's been sitting <laughs> at the jewelry shop just way too much. Hey man, Samsung Street hasn't seen enough of me yet. <laughs> it's been a, it's been a rough playoff so far, but heavy grinding out. That's all. Yeah, man. So where how are we looking right now, Pete? Alright, so uh, we had one play tonight. We had the. Uh, Avalanche and the uh, Flames game tonight. That kicked off about 20 minutes ago. Well, yeah, it just kicked in half, halfway in the first period. We got 0-0, so I see a lot of... Uh, this is Calgary's all-or-nothing game for tonight. Game 5 at home. At the saddle, at the saddle dome, uh, down three one to a very exciting and I think faster Avalanche team that no one has would ever see going this far and basically putting the best team in the West on the elimination break. Um, coincidence, just like what Blue Jackets did to the uh, Lightning. I don't know, but this has been a really, really fun and entertaining playoff so far. Um, but uh, I'm hoping to see a couple goals here tonight from uh, both sides and mainly the Flames to cash that over. They're uh, they're in need of this win tonight. So. Okay. Okay. All right. Philly B. Uh, that's what I like to hear, man. You don't sound too down, man. You know it's not steady. I know that really messed up things. I can tell. Yeah. This Tampa Bay kid, Columbus is not supposed to be in this in the phone. Didn't nobody had him going nowhere. They just hey, great season, great try. You know, you get you did good at the end. But like they said, when you plan for a playoff spot, your momentum is different. I love notice this in hockey. Let me be great example. Um, yeah. Let me give you a great, great example. The Kings. The year they lost to the Devils in the finals. Do you remember that time? Yes. The Kings were the eighth seed. They beat San Jose in the first round. From what I remember, correct? Yes. Then they beat Anaheim, I think, in the next the next go giddy up. It might have been Anaheim, but they beat. But then they beat the Red Wings. Yeah. The 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 I'm talking about the when the Red Wings was the Red Wings. When they were good. And. I remember I said, damn. And they said, oh, this is nothing. This is, you know, this has happened in hockey before. The eighth seed, this is a wide open sport. So that's why I never get surprised when the team that made the playoffs last beats the best team. Because yep. it's a four, it's a seven-game series. It's a different beast. We're in a different yep. element. Playoff mode is different from season mode. Oh, and you got to be in playoff mode. And you know what? Cats off the, uh, the to the Columbus Blue Jackets with that, man. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... Pretty much the entire world's uh, brackets were busted after that one. Um, you know, it, it all comes down to you know who's playing hot at the end of the season, and you roll that into the playoffs. I mean, the Blue Jackets had a screwed mindset, like, hey, man, you know, everyone's everyone's gonna be betting against us. Oh, they don't have they don't have a shot. Like all the critics, all the media saying to Columbus, you guys don't have a shot. This is why people pay attention to the news. 
they hear these things. You don't think the players in the back of their mind are like, all right, you're going to back us down? Okay, sure, you know what? I'll shove it up yours, and we're going to win the series. Not only that, we're going to sweep you boys, and they sweep the best team in the NHL. It's it's unbelievable. It's just how unpredictable the NHL is. And, um, I mean, it's and, – and, again, like, same with the, same with the uh, Avalanche. They're, they're on the uh, – you know, putting the uh, Flames out on the brink of uh, elimination – and uh, I don't think anybody had Colorado, you know, upsetting the Flames. You know, like I said, the two number, the two overall seeds in the West and the East could be out, like not even by the first, you know, in the first. Not my Flames. Not the Flames. Oh my God. Not the Flames. Not the Flames. We can't. We can't have them leave this early. <laughs> not the Flames, man. <laughs> oh man. Every kid this this day and age loves the flame name, man. Right. God. Is is it really trending? Uh, around here they do. They love. I mean, like obviously we're from Philly with the Flyers, but you know it's just like all these little kids. They love the logos on special teams, man. Like that was like me growing up playing NHL '94. I was you know, six years, seven years old, and I'm going through a team. Hockey wasn't my favorite sport growing up. You know, it was like my last and. You know, I never played it, but I, as I grew up, I appreciate it more. But NHL 94, I'm picking through a team, and I'm like, what logo do I like? You know, and I look at the San Jose Sharks, and I said, this is an awesome logo. So I like their colors. You know, I start, like, paying attention to them for a little bit, besides the Flyers. And uh, even now, I just, you know, it all comes down to a logo. And I think kids nowadays just look at them, and they're like, oh, the flames with the little flame at the end of the sea? That's pretty badass, you know? And... <laughs> That's, I guess that's how the hockey world has, has come with these new kids nowadays, especially the young ones who have no idea what hockey's all about until you take them to the game. Wow, you're right. It, hockey is a sport that you watch live action. It's very good, just like baseball. A lot yeah, of people got to understand absolutely. baseball sometimes it takes a while for things to happen, but when it does happen, it's fun. Yeah, exactly. These guys exactly. running around and actually moving. Yeah. And, you know... <laughs> The games that are boring are the ones that where they just keep getting too many runs, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. you're right. It gets too boring. Right. <laughs> That's why you got to make sure that you go to a dollar dog night or a you know $2 beer night or something like that to keep your uh, attention, you know, there. So, it's great, though. It is great. It's a great sport to watch a lot. Every, every sport, obviously, is great to watch a lot. But hockey and baseball are just two of those main ones where, you know, you have to be there to appreciate it, especially with you know when you have kids. Those are the two main sports, you know, because they're historical. They're very Pete, historical. Pete, real quick, I don't mean to interrupt like this, but are you watching the game right now? Uh, which one, the Avalanche game? No, the basketball game. The Celtics pissed, uh, Pacers. Uh, I am not. I have my eyes on Dude, the uh, hockey. Dude, Thaddeus Young just blew a wide open layup. Like literally, oh, air, the the ball goes off the backboard, hits no rim. Dude, wow! 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 Uh, it's just that's the wild moments in the NBA, and I just can't believe Tyreek Evans, Philly legend. I know you played on those hardwood floors with him growing up, oh, yeah. and he is in Indiana now. Wow! Yeah, this is wow. Why in yeah, Philly? This... Why in Philly? Go ahead and go get him. I thought he, yeah. he you know, he would have been a better fit than Jimmy Butler. Man, I've been saying that for a while, man. Like, we, we need the hometown guy. And I'm all, I was all about Tyreek Evans. I thought he was going to be a great fit for us. Um, but it all comes down to, like, oh, he doesn't have it anymore. He was great. And then he's just, like, you know, 
you know, he's not really producing nearly as much anymore. And I said, you know, it's just he doesn't have a team around him, you know? Like, that Kings, the Kings team that he was on, like, he wasn't, he didn't have, like, the supporting cast. Like, if he went to the Sixers, he would have had a supporting cast. You know, Simmons, Embiid, you know, Tobias, you know, they, he would have had that team to adapt to, and um, he could have grown with them and, and being a better player and living it up to how he was years ago when he was dominating, putting up, you know, 20, 25 points a game, you know? So, uh, yeah, I, I kind of was on the same edge with that with Tyreek. I kind of wanted him. But, um, hey, man, Butler's, Butler's been uh, showing up so far in the playoffs, so I really can't complain. Well, okay, and since we're talking about your Sixers, Philly, what do you think of uh, which guy, what do you think of the performance uh, the other night that you guys had? Oh, man, the other night was great. Um, I, God, I think this is the first time that we've seen an angry Ben Simmons. Um, the off-court with Jared Dunley kind of sparked him up a little bit, and, uh, you know, the whole... Uh, <laughs> There was, I saw a meme the other day. There was a milk carton, you know, with a little sign that said "Missing Ben Simmons." You know, what's missing? Where is he missing? He's missing his shot. You know, some savage decided to do that, which I thought was hysterical. Um, so I think he responded pretty well to that and to the comments by Dudley. And uh, I think, I think his team, you know, even without Embiid, um, Boban carried us too. He put in some really, really great minutes, um, minutes that we needed from a, from our big guy. And they play really well. Um, I think the angry Simmons is is what makes this team a lot more fierce than what they should be. Um, I think he's a lot better when he's angry. And if he keeps this up, um, we might see a different Sixers squad. So, um, you know, Embiid is out for tomorrow as well. Um, I just read that. Uh, a couple hours ago, he was um, he's going to be out, and they're going to be doing the same Pretty much the same format as I did in Game Three, so hopefully um, we can carry that. Do you feel it's helpful that it's helpful for tomorrow? Do you feel it's helpful that Embiid's out like this, or do you just feel like y'all should just shelved him for the whole series? Think about what would you think, Philly? Yeah, I mean, I mean the way, like I said, the way I just feel like when he when he when he played the first few games, I just felt like the team was a little, I don't know, they were they were off. He didn't. He also didn't. They didn't look great right at all. Um, I think if the way that we played in game three um, and without him tomorrow, um, I think, you know, I think you have to show off him for at least the rest of the series based on the performance last night. And especially if we carry that out tomorrow, um, there should be no reason. We, we win game four and then we take the series back home to Philly and we should end it in five. There should be no reason that the Nets should be in the series at all. They're getting some, you know, great, Granted, our defense hasn't been stellar, but I think last night it kind of showed. And, um, you know, Chris LeVert, like, come on, man. You know, and you know, I get it. D'Angelo Russell is a great ball player, but half of his shots are, like, just gunning from out of nowhere. So, you know, uh, and that's really the whole team. I mean, I don't I, – I really just see a bunch of, like, role players in that team. And, you know, like I said, they're lucky to win that that, that, that first game because we were just – we were disgruntled and we, we looked like crap. But – the fact that I think Brett Brown in the locker room um, the other day, what I what I heard was uh, <laughs> he was cussing them out. He's cussing out the whole team, calling them, you know, this name, that name, pretty much looking like you know making them look like a bunch of losers, pretty much. Um, and uh, from what I heard, Jimmy Butler and uh, Mike Scott were all were all in on it, and they uh, they were enjoying it. And they said this was the best this was the best Brett Brown that they've heard um, all season. So, um, you know, I'm hoping that this 
sparks them up, like I said. And at the end of the day, you gotta you gotta take advantage of this being up two one now. You gotta go back, you know, win game four in Brooklyn, be up three one, come back to Philly, and just end this. Just end this. Get him be ready for you know next couple of days, fresh him up a little bit for round two, and then we'll see from there. But um, yeah, I think you have to show off and beat at this point. Um, you know, Boban is like I said, Boban's been he's been doing Boban things, <laughs> and uh, you know, putting in good time in minutes and scoring when we need him. And that's how it's going to have to be if we need to finish the rest of the series. Well, this is what we got to do here, Philip. Philip Heat is that we have to recognize that this team is on a whole new plateau right now, and they are really in a place to where they haven't been before, and that's why they were able to win that first game because that was that adrenaline. That's what yeah. it was. It and was. I was thinking that, hey, in Brooklyn, they... <laughs> oh, All man, right. dude. So... Oh, man, freaking Boston's going to sweep this, this Pacers team, I tell you. Well, me and Jeff talked about it on the show the other night, and I told him that I am adamant that the Celtics will sweep. Because the oh, Celtics yeah. are over here giving up 70, 84 points. Yeah. 84 points. And then I think they gave up like, what, 90 in the first game? Come on, man. Yeah, man. Defense this, this, for them yeah. right now is at an all-time high. Yep. Yep. Couldn't agree more. Uh, you know, this is, when it, this is when Boston comes to play. I mean, <laughs> they've been there before. You know, Indiana's just ran a little high. And they just, they just fell into the wrong opponent. I mean, Boston's just going to... They're going to smoke this team out of the water. It's a shame. All right, Philly Pete. Let's talk a little basketball for tomorrow if you got time. Yeah. Sure. All right. Here we go. We got the Saturday schedule. It's a full one, too, Pete. We got mm-hmm. four oh, yeah. games, brother, starting at noon my time. Three your time. So, um, what I'm seeing here, the first game we got in the group is going to be the Sixers and the Nets. But we yes, just sir. pretty much went over that right now. I'm thinking to myself, it's a one and a half that they give in Philly. They're saying yes. that the Nets are supposed to win this game. Yeah. Philly, I know you don't want to hear this, but I think you guys finish them in six. The Nets got to get one in Brooklyn, man. Yeah. You got. They got to get one in Brooklyn. Come on, Jay. Hey, come on. <laughs> come on for yeah. Brooklyn. Hey, it's it's now or never, man, for Brooklyn. That's it's for I'm Brooklyn. It's, it's all. It's now it's or for never. BK, they gotta, they man. Gotta win. They gotta win. They gotta win. There's no doubt. They gotta right. win. Right. It's for it's uh, it's for the borough, man. You know, you got New York City, then you got Brooklyn. Uh, Brooklyn Jesus. needs that. Oh God, I hear that way too much. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this uh, is this is it kills me that the New Jersey Nets move to Brooklyn. I, I it kills I, me it, all it the time, me. man. It's it just like me. wow, they're in Brooklyn. Uh, it just boggles my mind. I don't get it. I really don't. I still say New I still say New Jersey. That's half the time now. So no matter what. Well, you know what? You know, a lot of people have to understand. It, let me give you a little history. I know you know this history too. But the people that don't know the history on the New Jersey Nets, the New Jersey Nets start off as the New York Nets, and they were mm-hmm. like the Islanders to the New York Knicks, Rangers prodigium, and they used to play in the same arena as the Islanders. So. Yep. Them moving back to Brooklyn was them literally making a deal so the New York Islanders could move from Nassau and they could come together once again in Brooklyn. So you get everybody together, and here goes a little history lesson for you. Here goes a fact. 
The same land that Barclay sits on is the same land that Walter O'Malley, owner of the Brooklyn Dodgers, fought tooth and nail to get, and they told him no. They told him it's it a historical landmark. We can't do anything with it. No, you can't put a stadium here. And then, really, they were telling him, well, you see what's outside? I don't think that you're going to be getting people to come, come to the stadium anymore. Because Brooklyn is looking pretty bad. And literally, he went ahead and made a deal, backroom deal. As long as the Giants were down... Let's go. Because people don't know this. The Giants were headed to Minnesota. Minnesota. Yep. They weren't headed to San Francisco. They were headed to Minnesota. And the governor, the 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 mayor of San Francisco and the mayor of Los Angeles held a secret, meet, held a secret meeting with both these franchises. And they made great, a great deal. And this actually helped the game of baseball. Because you had three teams in New York City... And there was only one team in New York City that mattered. And they are only the team that matters today. Them, them damn Yankees. Boy, oh boy, I tell you, man. Oh, yeah. I'll tell you, man. I'll tell you. So, let's, let me get out of baseball. You know, this is not the, the, the trip. This is not the trivia show. This is the sports betting show. So, we got the, so, Petey, I say this. They got me confused. They got me, they got me, they got me, they got me thinking too much. Oh, who who the winner is gonna be? Where do we go when we do when this happens, Pete? Tell them. Where do we go? You can go ahead and go. Go over under. Scoreboard, scoreboard yep. watching, baby. Just That's like Timmy T gonna do. Scoreboard watching. That's it. And I say right. since we've been getting a whole bunch of overs and uh-huh. overs for the Nets to really win this game, they gotta do like they did in game one. They gotta slow this thing down. Yeah. And then they they gotta d up. They gotta lock up. And I'm going to say that they're going to fall short of the 232 number. I think everybody's going to try to destroy that number. It's a Saturday morning, Saturday afternoon game. Yeah. Who's in the club tonight? Yeah. We don't know. Exactly. It's don't Brooklyn. Know. Yeah. Who's in the club? Yeah. Somebody's going to yeah. be in the club tonight. Yeah. Somebody's yeah. at a party. Someone's going to be, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Someone's, yeah, someone's going to be uh, late night Spearman Rhino action. Right. Style, you know? They got Spearman right on Brooklyn? Nah, nah. Oh, God. You see, you talking Vegas. You talking about Vegas night. Like, come on, Petey. Sorry, man. I've been it ain't an Aces times. game. I know. I've been, I've been there way too many times. All right, yeah. I I know the Aces might be in Spearman. Someone yes, might be dancing I mean, in there. I don't know. Who knows? Hey, they do got some cuties that play on that team, though, too. I, I ain't going to even lie, brother. Hey man, you don't even have to mention that. Yeah, they got some cuties on that team. Philly oh, gotta yeah. get them a WNBA team. They, you know, they be all rough, like Don Staley, just yeah. out there like I can beat a man. Yeah, I know. The about Philly Don team, Staley, the man. Philly team will be raw, but yeah. I don't know if Philly got time for that. That's the whole thing. Yeah, that's that, insane, that's what kills me. Philly's the only yeah. Philly and Boston have no. Well, you can say the connect. You can say the Mohe the Connecticut. The I was Connecticut about to say the Mohegan yeah. Sun team. Um, is team. the yeah. um, that's the Boston team? Yeah. Okay, so yeah. but you have nothing in Philly. What's going on with that Philly team? Nothing, man. I don't know, man. They never know. even attempted they, to put a female team in Philly. They, they never did, and I never understood that. Yeah, um, they put know, they, put, one, one, they put a yeah. team in Miami. They put a team in Orlando. Yeah, they put a team in Tulsa. 
They have one in Seattle, and Seattle doesn't even have a freaking men's basketball team out, out there. Right. There's no there's no NBA team out in, in Seattle. You know. I don't know, man. It's just they have New, New York has a squad. I I don't know why they can't put a Philly squad in, but maybe, maybe in time. But you know, the league's been out for a long, long time now. So, but you never know. You never know. Steve Ballmer. As soon as he doesn't get his way in L.A. Hello, Seattle. Oh, yeah, for sure. Hello, oh, Seattle. Yeah. Seattle okay. is always in the, in the back of his head, regardless of oh, what yeah. he says and what he wants to do. He knows that he could be the big king in Seattle. He can really run the Clippers the way he wants to run the Clippers. He definitely can. They and he'll great, have a fan base fan that base. will welcome oh, yeah. him with open arms. Oh, Pacific Northwest, man. Like, there's nothing can beat to his fans out there. Oh, they're, they're phenomenal. Yeah, they'll be they'll be primed for a Seattle team to come back again. Right. I mean, I sure as hell miss the Sonics in the key arena. I mean, who doesn't? Man, we all do. We all even, do. Even Kevin Durant misses it. KD, I know. <laughs> KD misses it mightily, too, man. KD said if they would have never left Seattle, he would still be in Seattle. There yep, was going to be 100%. no him leaving Seattle. 100%. He Absolutely. said that he was going to be there, and I don't know if I can believe that. But he said he was going to be there. <laughs> you know, but it is what yeah. it is, man. They good. they created something great in OKC with just literally, literally youth. And that's why everybody in the NBA thinks that they can do this youth movement thing. It all bases back on what the Thunder did a decade ago. And... um a lot of people just try to copy that blueprint, but it's really tough to do because they got three really talented players, man. They do. Yeah, oh, they yeah. did. They did. Harden, yep. Westbrook, Russ, yep. and Durant, all KD. three MVPs. Wow. <laughs> all three of them MVPs. MVP. Unreal. Most, and two of them got him on the Thunder. Oh, wow. Uh, Nuggets, Spurs. Okay. Nuggets, Spurs. <laughs> Nuggets, are, I told people, right? Nuggets smoke and mirrors, two seeds too much for them. Yeah. They must, they would have rather been a four, the 4-5 four seed. They would have rather mm-hmm. been the Blazers. Because then they could have mm-hmm. played the Thunder. Mm-hmm. When you got to draw the Spurs and you're a little inexperienced in the playoffs, it's a tough task. Mm-hmm. And when you don't have oh, a man. superstar that can just annihilate them, it's a tough task. It is. Oh, man. Denver's in mm-hmm. a make or break game. Because if they lose here, they lose the series. They won't no lose doubt. the Denver game five, but they'll definitely lose the San Antonio game six. They have to win here to win the series. But what I'm thinking here is the spread is three and a half. They're trying to tell you to take the Nuggets here. That's what I'm thinking, Petey. What do you think? Yeah, they're telling you. Yeah. Um, it's funny you say three and a half because that's what the Sixers were the other night. And the Sixers just absolutely demolished the Nets, uh, as we saw. Um but I just like the way the Spurs have been playing, man, these, 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 this whole series so far. Um, again, to make it or break it for Denver, but I don't know, man. It's tough, it's tough to beat San Antonio in San Antonio. So uh, I'm going to keep riding with the Spurs here in the series. Denver's not ready. They are not ready for this team. Mm. Well, Denver, they played some great regular season balls. They go back to being just like Tampa Bay. They did. They're regular season, but postseason's a lot different. Postseason is a different beast. It's a oh, different yeah. beast. Period. Point blank. Okay. And the Lakers are meeting with their top is 
Lakers are looking at your assistant coach, Monty Williams, who was the coach of the year with absolutely nothing but Chris uh-huh. Paul. Yep. And you give him LeBron James and the Lakers, I think he'll do a good job. He was yep. a better NBA player than Tyron Lue. I think that it'll be better. Tyron yep. Lue is built to be an assistant coach. Come on, man. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah, we just, we just lost one of our assistants anyway, Billy Lang. He went to, he's coaching St. Joe's. So well, he's going to be staying in Philly. Staying, coaching so, college man, ball. So the old man finally left, huh? Yeah, Billy Lang, man. Yep. Yeah, I'm, I'm talking about Phil Moretti. Oh, Phil Moretti. Yeah, they fired him, man. They fired him? How are you going to fire Coach Phil? Phil <sighs> Coach Phil leaves on his own. It's tough, man. I know. That was... Did the Saint Joe's, you're in the A-10, fellas. I know. I know. That's, I don't know what they were thinking. It, it, you, you never... You know, they said the Hawk never dies, man, but it, it did. Uh, once they got rid of uh, Morelli, that was uh, wow. Yeah, yeah. That it was. It was a big. It's a big deal. It still is. Um, you know. So Billy, Billy Lang has a lot of shoes to fill. Um, you know, no pun intended, but he does have shoes to fill. Um, so um, yeah, it, it's it's still it's still being processed in Philly. I can tell you right now, they, they everyone's still kind of shocked, and it's been a couple. It's been about you know a month or so right now. Since they announced Billy Lang as the head coach of St. Joe's, um, you see how much how unimportant A10 news is. Billy Lang, we know, staying at home in Philly, all he's doing is just jet propelling himself to Temple, and then probably jet propelling yourself somewhere else. Yeah, that's all it is. Um, it. And then you see Mike Anderson just got picked up by St. John's. Yep, he was like St. John's fourth option, and he just got fired from Arkansas. Like, you know, that was almost like, it, I'm going to say it's a reach. They just got kind of desperate. You know, St. John's went, went to hire a name. That's all it was, is that they just went to hire a name. And oh, they yeah. were a year too late on getting Dan Hurley and tried to get Bobby, and Bobby said no. Nope, no thanks. Because, uh, keep it real, it's a, it's a tough market to recruit in. The tri-state mm-hmm. area is not exactly the same same battleground for recruiting. I'm not saying the players are bad. I'm just saying that the competition is kind of caught up. The New York City City uh, glow isn't there for a lot of these guys because they, they, they're on the fact that they're from New York. So they automatically are entitled to being a great ball player. And they're not really working hard towards it. And really, I'm not saying that they're bad players. They still do produce five-star players, but these guys have many distractions. That's my point. You know what I mean? Yeah. Smoke and drink and... Too much 2K19, too, too much, much that, Instagram, man. too much Twitter, too Media much trying man. to be a socialite. And yeah. that's why it's tough. To, but then these guys, and then guys just don't want to play in New York City. They'll go, be, I'm going to North Carolina. I'm going to Duke. Um, I'm going to UCLA. Well, no, UCLA doesn't get these guys anymore. Let me take that back. I'm going to Kansas. Yeah, Arizona. Yep. <laughs> you know, guys want to go out. They want to get out of New York City. So it's a tough bag because now what they usually got to do is they got to recruit West Coast players, and that's hard to transition from the West Coast back East. So it just becomes a never-ending, a never-ending conundrum for the Saint Johnnies, in my opinion. Storm. Yeah, man, the Red Storm. Yeah, man. I remember at one point that wasn't their name. <laughs> they changed the name of the team. They, they have an Indian. It was it was it was the uh, 
it was St. John's Redmond, and they had to get oh rid of that. Oh, my God. They had to get rid of that, I heard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. St. John's Redmond, and then they turned into the Red Storm. The Red Storm. Yep. Yeah, oh God. yeah. Fight the no. St. John's Fighting Redmond. Yep. <laughs> you know what I mean? The Fighting <laughs> Redmond. The yeah. Redmond, man. Oh, my God. Then we got Bucks Pistons tomorrow. Come on, man. This series is irritating, this Philly. This series is done, man. This series that was series a sweep from day one. Oh, yeah. Not even worth a watch at all. It's not even. A, are they putting this on NBA TV? They better. Uh, they better. This is this is only people want to watch this game. No and people in Milwaukee. Yeah, and people who are in love with Giannis, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to get, I'm going to take whatever they want on the Bucks. I'll take the eight and a half on the road. Eight I don't even half. like the eight yeah. and a half on the yeah. road, but I do it. But you I'll know what, though? Let's not be that that cocky here, though, Pete. Over 216. Let's go ahead and yeah. do that. Let's not be that cocky here because that's what happened the other night, but we was in reverse. We went to Clippers. The Clippers were already down 31 points before oh, they yeah. even looked up. A, and, yeah, no, the, the Warriors weren't letting up tonight. They're on the road. Yeah. They're not going to yeah, let up tonight, fellas. That was an easy cover. That was an easy cover for Golden State. Yeah, that's, a, that. that's what we call bounce back. Yep, that's right. You take the same bet you lost on the night before you bounce that back to the next to the next game. Exactly, exactly. You see, you you'll get it right back. You double it down for the next one. That's what you yep. do, and that's basketball for you. But I like the over two sixteen here. But the Bucks should win. I don't know if they're yep. gonna win by eight, but they should win easily. Five, six, seven, eight. But it don't matter. One, two, three. The, they Bucks, should win. Bucks gonna be up three zero. They gotta be the break. This had. They have to really go ahead. And, it's gonna be close at some points, but they're gonna still break their back. And shout out to the Indiana Pacers fans who still sitting here. They're down nine with twenty seconds. There's no possible way you coming back, Bye-bye. but you're still here. Appreciate you. Yeah, man. Appreciate you. Always, always. And uh, Boston walks into Indiana. Plays an even game, even cover with them. Let them, let them get their home jitters on, and then they go ahead and close the game. That's what. That's game, championship man. basketball for you, Boston. You are in position. Let me yeah. tell you that right now, Boston is in position right now. Oh yeah. And I was uh, discounting them all season. I hated the way the chemistry was going, but Boston's back to being Boston. Yep. And everybody in the East better watch out. That's all yep. I can say. They Some look surprise. like a one seed now. Yep. So. Yep. And they're going to go ahead and take care of their business. Clients will cast that out. Plus 135 on the money line. Thank you. Yep. That's, what, our, that's what they do. That's mm-hmm. what they do. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we got one more game, Philly Pete, for the, the night capper. The night capper. Rockets mm-hmm. Jazz. Oh, man. Jazz get their mm-hmm. first. They're only one in the series. There you got it. There you got it. You got it. We'll take the two and a half. The one by five or better. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Houston's been playing really good ball lately, too. I mean, they they know. They got to bounce back from what happened last year, man. They were missing Chris Paul. This is, this is a great, great comeback situation here for Houston here to take, take full control of this series. Right, but I, I, I think Utah wins this one, and then... The Rockets get the next one. Rockets and then they finish four. up in uh, Houston. Yeah, I think Houston, I don't think it'll be tomorrow, but I think, yeah, I do think Houston gets one here. I don't think it'll be tomorrow night. Um, but yeah, I think game four as well, like you said, and they and they, and they they cash out home in game five in Houston. The people I say is Utah Saturday night. It's tough to beat them on Saturday night in Utah. It's a, it's a family night. Yeah. People go out after the game. They have fun in Salt Lake City now. 
Let's go. That should be a good game, though. That should be a good, good, good one to watch. Desperate, desperate Utah team looking for a home win. Desperate Utah uh, team. Man, yeah. Utah's going to get that home win, too. They, they are will. definitely going to get that. the one. We'll get the one. Quick update on NHL. We got a 2-1 abs after the first period. Three goals in the first period. That is what we like to see. Three more goals for a push. We're looking good, boys. Right. After the first period. Avalanche playing really good. They're, they're going to – plus 155 on the money line was another lean on my side, but uh, I never ended up playing it. But uh, I just like the way this team's been playing. Just like Columbus. I mean, these two teams, again, are playing really well. Well, hey, it's that time of year. That's right. It's That's go right, hard baby. or go home, man. That's it. That's what people got to Go hard or go home, man. That's, That's it, what baby. it is, man. Playoffs for you. Philly P, do you got anything for us tomorrow? See, I actually am looking at that um, tonight after the call. I'm going to be looking at that and posting my plays early tomorrow. So I, I'm not going to be around tomorrow, but I will be sending the plays out early. So make sure you guys look at that. Well, I'll be off tomorrow night too. Daddy Garcia. Yes. The yes, Daddy right. Garcia fight uh, versus uh, Adrian Granados, Philly versus Chicago, Puerto Rico versus Mexico. It was fun. See, Danny was there. And did Danny did what? Did, did, Danny did Danny stuff. Even, but you know, even Angel was tame today. Yeah. And, and Angel, because you know when they started getting into it, Angel was ready to get over there, but somebody had to grab it. Angel. <laughs> Angel, relax. You know. But he was yeah, like big. He man. was on it. He was on it. He was. He was ready. So it was it was a good little 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 day. He had a great week. Who are you liking that fight, Pete? So, uh, oh man, this is this is gonna. I think it's gonna go full full twelve here, man. Tonight, tomorrow night. Um, let's see. I don't know. Just a couple of notes I've been reading up on it. Um, you know, I just I just like the way Garcia has been fighting lately. Um, I don't know. I just think it's gonna be unanimous twelve rounds. So I'm gonna give it to Garcia here. I just I'm just taking a little. Um, Little little pick here with some uh, information I've been seeing. So, um, you know, they could, as long as Garcia could get some counter shots and discipline Granados and give him like make him uh, steady for a little bit instead of coming forward, um, they could quickly change his favor, I believe. So, um, defense obviously is not really a huge um, card for Granados, um, but um, I just think this will be like a head to toe, toe to toe, toe to toe battle pretty much tomorrow night. So. Um, you know, I just think that uh, I just think it's going to be whoever hits the finish line first, to be honest with you. And uh, you know, I want, I want to go with Garcia in, in twelve unanimous decision. Okay, I like it. I like Garcia in twelve as well. So I think he wins unanimously. And I like Granado too. He's a good guy. We had a great yeah. interview, but I really do. Danny has to move on, and most likely to be a Porter Thurman rematch coming up for him next. Yep, that's what I see in the near future for uh, Mr. Danny Garcia. All right, so this is the Primetime Angles Radio Show with your boy, the Primetime Capper Pop DiBiase with my main man, Philly Pete, a.k.a. Pete the Jeweler, a.k.a. Petey Tooch. Man, you guys go ahead and follow him at where? At the real Pete Tooch. If you search up PT, I should be one of the first ones up there. I will... Happily accept your requests or you know follows, and I will follow you back. 
any sort of information regarding hockey, Philly, anything Philly sports, Penn State sports, you let me know. I am always on there doing my thing. So I'd be looking forward to hearing from everybody. All right. And yeah, that's the word right there. Y'all can follow me at PopDBIC. Or you guys can follow the uh, Instagram as well, too. DBICWave underscore. And, uh, yeah, that's about it. This is the Primetime Angles Radio Show brought to you by MyBookie.ag. You guys can sign up with MyBookie.ag with the promo code 12OUNCESPORTS. Also, you guys can get that $1,000 deposit bonus when you guys go ahead and load up on there as well, too. All right, you guys have a beautiful night. We'll be back Sunday, 7 p.m. Pacific time. Y'all have a beautiful night.